to the battleground of the gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Dep Nation, and joining me today, we've got the full ensemble. Famous freak. This is a bad day to have to work late. Fro Double G. No, this is a bad time for my neighbor to start fucking weed whacking. Willow from the Grove. <laughs> hey, Battlegrounders. And Aveo 3. Hey. Why are some, why is somebody weed whacking? It's like 8 o'clock. I was thinking, right, that's so why I left. The place I live doesn't have a noise ordinance at all. Because oh. uh, you live in We BFE. have fucking our neighbors mowing at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night last year. Do they have seems lights legit. on the mower? Because that seems Yeah, they like turn their it, porch it's... on. They turn the porch lights on oh. and all that. And they decided to fucking mow at midnight. Okay. What the fuck, people? I was so mad. So mad. As the kids are trying to ridiculous. sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't trying to sleep. I was on third shift at the time, but the rest of the family, like, did the sleeping at night thing. Yeah, they weren't happy. I'd imagine not. I'm sorry, that's just asinine. Who the fuck mows at midnight? All right. Well, Erlang Shen builds a side. Let's get into our games this week. Famous, how are your games, oh, bud? Jesus Christ, that took <laughs> me a second. That there. transition. <laughs> <laughs> Top tier, uh, Dap. Top tier. That's a good one, Dap. <laughs> Two drums and a cymbal just fell off a cliff, man. I don't know what to say. Oh, dude. They Toodles. fell off that cliff twice. The drummer <laughs> fell off with them. <laughs> Uh, I didn't have too many games, seeing as I had to go to this new class to keep my job because my company is being bought out, and I had to edit this week. Sorry, everyone, for the late episode last week. I apologize. I didn't even we, we need money to make this podcast, so I had to keep my job. However, I have two games I do want to speak of. Oh, yeah. The first one. I get into an assault. Fro's not on. Willow's not on. Nobody's on. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to solo cue some assault here. I get Kukulkin. We got an Agni, a Herc, a Hunbats, a Nike. They all completely feed their brains out. I don't know what you guys were doing, but our tanks were building damage. Our Agni was building tank. My head was switched around. However, I went 16-3. and three. But can anyone guess if we won the game or lost? Hmm. We lost. Oh, <laughs> was terrible. You couldn't guess. <laughs> and then my other game. It's me in the jungle. I'm playing Bakasura. I got Fro over in the solo lane. He's doing his thing on Chalk. And then we got our boy Ghoster and his boy Shabby over in the duel lane. I end up going seven and no. I was doing my thing. Got my haste in my stone cutting. But the only reason I really want to bring this up is because. Fro did, like, one of the funniest things ever, and I don't know if he remembers this or not. Dude, I don't remember at all. I'm curious where the story's going. I was like, shock it, it was solo. I've done that a it lot. It was hilarious. But... Yeah. Well, okay, so we were we were kicking their ass. Our team was 28-3 and three by the time they surrendered. But when they surrendered and, like, the, the victory screen came up, I think you finally looked at, like, the scoreboard really closely, and you're like, you're Bakasura. Oh, 
You went seven and zero. Nice job, man. <laughs> we both just started cracking up. Oh shit, dude! It was like, yeah, I'm the I'm the Bacasura you've been playing with the last half an hour, bro. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I really I, I remember playing with Shabby so and Ghoster. <laughs> I remember playing. Well, because it was like, oh, you're like, oh, our Bacasura did good, seven and zero. Oh, wait, you were Bacasura. <laughs> It was hilarious. But those were my games. I really don't have much else to talk about. All right. Well, I'm going to enlighten everyone why I don't remember this game. All right. All right. Let's, let's see if I can do it without peeking through. Pentakill, bitches! What's up? I was so fucking stoked. Yay. So stoked. I was Uller, right? I'm going to paint another picture, boys. I was Uller. And I was doing the pew pew thing, right? As you do. As you do. Hold on. I have to stop you, okay. bro. Yep. Did you have the T5 skin on? I know you own it. I did not have the T5 skin on. <gasps> I got I'll give you a reason why. In my standards. It was skin. in assault. It was in assault, and the skin so? probably bugged. No. Yeah. Honestly, it's Wait. just... Yeah, I mean, I played that a lot when the adventure was out. Like, I played Uller a shit ton during that, and I kind of just, like, overplayed the skin for a minute. So it's like, I'm going to play some other skins for a while. And I really, really like Uller's base. Like, he's got a solid, solid look to him. But I anyways, prefer the, so, the recolor, by the way. Nah, I like his standard. Just standard. It's good. I love the red. It's so it's slick. Good. It's solid. Like, that's I'm probably actually going to get that t-shirt. Anyways, so, I'm pew pew, right? Hitting some autos. And pew pew. most of this isn't, like, anything too special. I'm hitting with the, what is it, the bladed arrow, whatever it's called. And I get one kill. I pick up a second one. And this is the one that's like hype to me. Because then I just turn and look. And this would be the triple kill. And here's someone like low HP. I don't remember who it was exactly. And I fucking switched stanches and just fucking leapt at him. And got the kill with the leap. Mm. That was satisfying. And then I just went and I think it was a Scotty and an Amy were the last two. And just went and autoed them down a little bit. And I remember... Once I, like, Scotty was almost dead, I'm like, oh, dude, here's my quad, and then I can get a Penta easily. And I'm like, I started telling him, like, don't fucking take my Penta. Don't take my Penta. And I eventually get it, and I'm all hype, right? And we all, woo! And fucking Will does his let's go thing that he does. And fucking... Rip earphones. Let's go! What? I said rip earphones. Yes, rip earphones. You did, you did that, that maneuver. And uh, I forget who we were playing with. I really do, but they were. I don't like, remember man, who it was either. I was so tempted to take that from you that last one. I could have. I'm like, man, if you would have taken that last one from me, you would have been like the third worst. Or I don't know what I say. Fuck, I don't remember how I worded it, but I was like, you'd be like this, the third worst type of person in the world. You got freak murderers and people who steal pentakills. Like that's unacceptable. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> he, he said it. <laughs> you were there. I will I, say you were there. I, I will say I assisted in the final kill because I Isis ball stunned that person for you to just like bladed arrow them. Oh, don't get me wrong. I didn't. Th- I didn't get it by myself. I didn't get it by myself. Not claiming that because your all actually set me up really good for the first two because they were like I guess I didn't mention it. They were sitting on your Isis pad that you threw at T one tower right on the outskirts of it. And, uh, like you did a chunk and I was able to clean them up after that and then did the leap and took down the other guys too. There was teamwork. Much love. Who were we playing? I know they were playing Naja, but I cannot for the life of me remember who we were played with. 
I don't know. Playing with yourself. I play with myself all the time, Deb. (laughs) If you don't see me on, I'm probably playing with myself. I'm not single. I'm married. Oh, Deb's Deb's the single. Uh, I got it after I I said it. it. I stopped listening after after my comment. You stop. Get the this is why you don't well, know the how community. Games? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I only have really one game to talk about. I I only played like 12 games. I had a couple of assaults, a couple of ranked conquests. Um, I did do the Hat of Purgatory, which we'll talk about later. Uh, my ranked games have been nothing special. I have gotten to Platinum 4. Uh, I'm, working, I'm working up. I do have one game in particular to talk about. I played Rama ADC, and I am not a very good ADC, but I played extremely well this game. I I went 4-0-8. I just didn't die. I did ADC things. I got a couple kills. I killed towers. I played smart and safe, and it was just one of those games where you're just like, oh, I, I could play ADC sometimes. <laughs> uh, although, I will have to agree with Barracuda. And Marvels, they need to cut the trees down on order side, because when you're in the jungle, you and you rum all, you cannot see anything. All you see is trees. You're just playing. You're just what did what did Marvel say? I was, I was cosplaying a a squirrel, something like that. And that's exactly how you feel. You're just sitting in a tree, hoping you kind of see where it is. Get good. That that was my game. Nev. How about you? We'll um, make Deb. What? <laughs> I said we'll make Deb go last. <laughs> okay. Well, I think uh, Deb and I usually play a lot of games together as the resident Xboxers. Um, yep. We had we had some pretty entertaining games. What was it yesterday? Uh, yesterday and a few days before that, I think. Right. Let's see yeah. here. Yeah. The ninth. I don't even know what no. today's date is. <laughs> the eleventh, the eleventh and thirteenth. Today is the fourteenth. We had a couple. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I just was thinking about uh, that assault match that we played at the the very end of the evening last night, where we all had tanks. And <laughs> I wasn't in that one. Or no, no. You, no, I was. I was. You were, okay. You were. Yeah. Okay. We. Basically, we all rolled tanks, and I was like, uh... And one of the randoms on the team, they re-rolled, and they got, uh... Um, I, th- I think that was the Thanatos that re-rolled and got the Thanatos. And the then, Thanatos uh, that only had <laughs> Jotuns and Tier 1 boots. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, well, if he re-rolled, I'm gonna re-roll. I don't want to be... Because we were, like, seriously four tanks deep. And I was like, this is either going to be a very long match or it's going to be a very frustrating match. And I don't mm-hmm. want either one of those. So I re-rolled. I got off-wash. And I'm like, all right, boys, let's go. Let's go. We got this. Yeah, we were also playing with uh, Yoski, who got Susano. And I was Kumba. And we also had a Terra. Yes, yes. So the Terra was on point with the heels. Uh, she was very very quick on on hooking us up with those and and it just became like the waiting game like we got their first tower pretty quick and then they would just kind of like hide under their tower and Dep would be like all right well i'm just gonna walk in here and <laughs> wait for my passive and see what happens and that's how we were able to see aside and just kept pushing them back pushing them back i think the uh 
they had an ama on the enemy team that I think after she died one too many deaths, she was just like, ah, yeah, I'm done. I'm just going to hang out in Fountain for a little bit. She had four deaths before, like, probably level f- six. Yeah. At which point she stayed in Fountain and she, like, passively got up to eight. But that stinks. We re- We all reported her. Yeah, yeah. I I was like, I have no shame in reporting that because that that's really frustrating. I'm sure her team was very frustrated with her. Well, and when we got down to Titan, Yoski Susano <laughs> went to go just pull her off Fountain, and she moved away from his ability. So there was and someone still there. Or no, yeah, she ulted. She, yeah, she ulted. <laughs> PSA, smite PSA. Please report all players like that. They deserve to be reported. That's yes. why they added the new report functioning. Report players that are trolls. Like even if it didn't indicate that I should report her, I was going to report her anyway. But it was it the whatever algorithm that they use. It was like, nope, she was AFK in Fountain and she wasn't actually AFK or disconnected. She was just sitting there. So it was on point, and I was like, oh, good. Now I don't even feel even remotely bad for reporting her. Right. <laughs> uh, but after that match, I also um, queued a joust with uh, Yoski, and um, Yoski locked in uh, Ymir, and then the random locked in Odin, and I was like, well, I'm just going to keep the opwash love going. So I locked in <laughs> opwash, uh, went 12-3 and 11 um, they had a Chalk, a Hunbots, and a Zeus, and I was a little concerned about the Zeus at the start of the game, happened to look at his build at the end. He went with some late-game items as his first and second item, and did not build relics, so that was unfortunate. <laughs> oh. Have you guys played any of your Joust ranked grind? Uh, not since Qualies. Uh, I think we should get back onto that depth. We should. ASAP. <laughs> hey, you watch Will- yourself. Willow, my boy, no, um... he got up to platinum. <laughs> I, I know I you said didn't mention it, but he got to platinum and conquest there this week. Fro, are you drunk? Oh, congratulations. I, I literally said that in my games that I got to platinum. Did you? Generic air horns. I said my I rank games would be nothing like, special, I but I did get to plat four. All right, Fro, oh, it's cute me. when I ignore what people say and then say it back to them. It's just it's asinine when, when you, you do, do it. it. All right, when you do it, it. You're just an asshole. Here I am, be like, I know Willow's being humble, people, but I'll go ahead and brag for him. And you guys, are like, you fucking idiot! You're not listening. We already went over that. <laughs> get your head out of your ass! God damn it! I, I said generic air horns. And, and you know what? Bam, 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 now that I'm ranking, I heard bam, bam, bam. you freak last week. This is going to be the best episode ever. Rose not on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not friends with you guys. I mean, we're it's already up to like 1,500 listens, so the point's been proven to bullshit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Are you are you getting those? What was it? Mexico spam bot going again? <laughs> yeah, but now there's like thirty of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> he paid for these ones. Yep. All right. Well, my games were not a whole lot. Played a lot of lot of beefy boys. 
played played some Ganesh, played some Kumbas, and then I played a Chalk just before we recorded. But I was doing an arena. Was that before I joined the party, Nev? Yeah, it looks like it. <clears throat> so I'm a Kumba in arena, right? Riddle me this. I went, I, I had 10 assists, I had 3 deaths, and I had 1 kill. How the fuck do you get a kill with Ganesh in Arena? <laughs> you have you any teammates that don't know how to follow up. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And that's why we lost. Winner! And that's why we lost. It was so sad, but you know what? It's a personal win. I got a kill in Arena with Ganesh. You like the elephant boy, don't you? <clears throat> and then I want to see I a Ganesh a... pentakill. I just really do. I think like if you get a Ganesh pentakill, you can one hundred percent be like. All right, Nev, Nev, yes. Infinite Assault. We're Tomorrow. doing all Ganesh. We're yes. doing all Ganesh. Yes. All right. No, I just like if right. you, if you legitimately get a pentakill on Ganesh, you know that's like that was all me. No one was even close enough to help because they would have got the yep. fucking kill instead. I think it's like probably yep. never gonna happen, but I want to see it. Oh no! We should make that the new hat. You get pentakill. a pentakill on Ganesh. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> Me neither. I already helped one person get a pentakill with Ganesh. <clears throat> Freak! I thank you very much for your service. Being a friend. And then my most recent game before we jumped in and started recording was a joust i was chalk i was running at kumba hoyi and discordia and uh i was teamed up with neath and kukulkan which i gotta say it didn't feel like they were there a lot i had more player damage than both of them um I had more minion damage than both of them. I took more damage than both of them. Um, they were mostly there to do hunter things and kill the tower. And then secure kills when I died. 6, 5, and 12. Had had a good moment where they killed Neath and Kukulkan, but then they were all low. Chockle, I destroy Ho-Yi and Discordia. But then... Kumba got away under tower because I had no mana. <sighs> no. That's highly depressing. Rip. I wonder how the new heart seeker on shock will be. You know what? I've done that a couple times. It's real no, nice. No, the new one. The new one. Oh, I've done oh, it. New no, 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 no. Oh. Oh. oh mana. Think about it. Mana return well, on Prime. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. After fifth five hits, that's the he, he already wants to do that to get a free ability. I mean, he does. He's so free passive, casting, right? Okay. Like, Anyways, we got bigger things than shot. Yeah. We'll talk about this. <laughs> we do. We do. We'll we, we've got some real big fish. And we'll let me tell you, guys. Shock Jungle. We've part three. You guys hear that? Of, what? It sounds like. It sounds like a bunch of people, in an arena, watching Smite. Who is it, Depp? Who is it? Tell the people. Well, Famous, you gotta leave. You gotta leave. I can't can't bring him in until you leave. Okay. I will step out for a second. I will be right back.
All right, and I'd like to extend a warm welcome to Rain Day joining us today. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm excited to be uh, in something Smite related for the first time in a while. I've just been you know inundated in the uh, the realm, so it's it's good to be here, man. Appreciate it. So uh, when you mean the realm, why don't you elaborate a little bit? Because we might have some <laughs> Smite exclusive people listening here. Although I'm sure uh, most of oh, the people. Oh understand. yeah, uh, Paladins. Paladins is more of where we refer to as the realm. Smite, as you guys know, is the battleground of the gods. So. Uh, I think that's an apropos distinction. You could also con- refer to the Realm Royale, but that is not some place that uh, we are right now. So uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a quick little bit of who you are, for those who do not know. Uh, Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. And, uh, you know, I mean, feel free to say whatever. I know everyone's being really respectful and quiet, and uh, I appreciate it. But um, I am just a guy. Make I makes videos. I makes the videos, and then I also I talk about video games, which is great. Um, I, I came up in my life focusing a lot on soccer and uh, played back in the day at uh, UCLA just a few years ago and um, kind of had that journey and then found a passion in, in YouTube and content creation. Always loved uh, acting and always loved uh, writing and, and basically uh, kind of got into Smite that way. Just loved the game and, and became eventually a, a caster that uh, ended up working on, on their newest game for high-res studios at that time which is paladins and um really found a love for it man i found a passion for it um it, it, i never thought i'd really find a game that i enjoy just as much as smite and paladins actually did that for me with the depth that it had uh and, and grew to kind of be able to be a part of that esports side of things so so i am now a uh, full-time caster for uh for high studios in that regard I'm, I'm a talent manager for our, our paladins talent um, at Skillshop Media, which is our, our kind of new subsidiary that we call our esports division of Hyra Studios. And um, I do a lot of other things. We're a lot of random hats here, patch notes, uh, you know, um, voice tutorials. I'm sure if you, you played Smite, you've heard some of that. Uh, I do most of those for, for most of our games, a lot of random videos uh, uh, with our dev side and stuff. So I try to stay related to not only the design process, but also the esports. Um, but but that's kind of my hat. I mean, at high res, uh, high res. I've seen you on Twitter. Apparently, you do some dancing from time to time too. You know, I've uh, <laughs> I've, I've dabbled in the dance. I have dabbled in the dance. It's a sacred art. Um, I I wouldn't recommend it for beginners. At least what you saw. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not a good dancer myself at all. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, well, but it's I do fun. Ha- it's fun. Have a question. A little bit more of a personal one to get going right into this. Sure. I, I remember do. in one of your old videos, you said that you used to live in the Kalamazoo area. Would that well, happen to be Kalamazoo, Michigan? Uh, well, you know, it's interesting. My relation to Kalamazoo is not one who's lived there. It is one who has had some very dear friends come out of that area and been around the West Coast my whole life. I'm from California, so I'm pretty familiar okay. to the uh, um, some of the Cal- Kalamazoo um, kind of kind of areas. And, and I also have had a lot of friends around, um, you know, I, did you say Michigan or did you say New Mexico? I said Am Michigan. I so I've had a lot of friends who have basically also gone to Michigan for college, and that's probably where that came uh, that came from as well. Um, I had about four of my closest friends actually go to uh, University of Michigan for college. I never had a chance to get out there, but it was something that was like every time we hung out, it was just Michigan-related stories. So I'm sure that slipped in, man. I say a lot of nonsense in my videos, uh, and that's probably <laughs> where you got off on the mark, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I was just curious because, I mean, name like Kalamazoo, you don't hear that a hell of a yep. lot. So I was like, hmm, 
Man, you they, do not. There can't be too many out of there. And I, I live Kalamazoo, relatively close Nantucket. to that area. <laughs> no, <laughs> <you're kidding. laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. I love I love that. My mom was actually born in Detroit, to be honest. She had a really interesting kind of like, (laughs) she's born in Detroit, but then she grew up in Alaska for like 30 years. And that's actually where my dad, who was from California, met her. He was doing a training uh, up there and just happened to meet her there. And then they just happened to have like two more trainings booked for the next couple of months. So he knew that when they met and, you know, they kind of liked each other, that he was going to be able to go back and see her for the next at least two months. Um, so that's where they decided to kind of like see if it would work because I mean Cali and Alaska is not necessarily like what you think is uh, you know going to be making sense, but <laughs> I guess that's why I'm here. You know, it did make sense. <laughs> they made it work. <clears throat> yeah, it never makes sense until it makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we talked a little bit about your your extensive uh, career in from playing college soccer and getting drafted. To being a full-time caster and content creator for um, Hi-Res Studios. What do you think is like in that time frame? What has been your greatest achievement that you think? Man, that is a good question. Um, I was going to say, man, that's so broad. I thought you just said, tell me about that. I'm like, man, I can go on for like eight years. But (laughs) um, the truth truth (laughs) is... I think my my greatest uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of do a two parter here um, because okay. one is an actual real world achievement. One more internal from what kind of I did um, and what like I carry with me. Uh, one was just the commitment that I had to achieve a goal. And you know, as a kid growing up playing soccer, um, you you hope to get to the professional level, and it's it's something that you just you work hard for. You have in your mind every game you play. You just imagine that one day that would be you. Um, and I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to get the right people saying yes to me at the right times to then allow my play to speak for itself. You know, I didn't have to, I had to jump through some hoops, but it wasn't too long. And one of the biggest, uh, struggles was for sure going pro. Um, I was in a freshman class of, uh, eight players and out of those eight or eight or 10, uh, about four or five, I mean, at least 50% ended up getting drafted into the MLS in some way in, in our freshman class alone. So we had a very talented class. Uh, coming into UCLA and uh, it was a struggle, man. I mean, there was a lot of moments where I was like, I had, to, I was playing a, a forward all, all my life and I was a goal scorer and I got moved to the position that was, uh, you run the most and uh, you get the ball, but you run the most. And that was never my favorite. I liked getting the ball and doing things with it. I didn't like running without the ball and, and a right midfielder is that's pretty much half of your job, just running, attacking and then running, defending, and it was a struggle, man, to keep up with the fitness, <laughs> you know, but, but in, um, in my junior year, I really had this like reckoning in my, inside of myself. And I said, I, I want to go pro. I really want to make this happen. I kind of was like, I saw my roommate who was actually my, my freshman roommate in my dorm in, in UCLA. He got drafted after being at UCLA for, I kid you not, three months. This man came in in September and in January, he was making $150,000, $180,000 a year in the MLS uh, after getting drafted. Wow. So you know, what I was exposed to was, um, this is very fast. It can happen at any time. Um, but I never, you know, took that risk until my junior year. And, uh, I really stepped up, man. And, and, you know, when I got drafted by DC United, it was just a culmination of hard work. And to me, that was, that gave me like a lot of confidence going forward that even if it, it ended up not being soccer that I wanted, but I was like, I can do it if I put my mind to it. And I think that for, as a human gives you a lot of confidence, um, 
in, in anything that happens. Uh, at that time, we were going through a lot of uh, personal issues in my family and just, you know, um, we were losing our house and, and we had a lot of things where, you know, um, uh, my dog had given birth and the babies had been, had been, had been died basically. And one of them was the mom just was on drugs and killed her own baby by accident. It was, you know, I, partly my, and I felt it was my fault. I was going through a lot of emotional stuff, breakups with long-term girlfriends and, and, uh, family, like feeling like betrayal. It, it was just, it was all a really tough time. Um, and I felt uprooted and, uh, that was when I wasn't even close to doing YouTube. So the second thing for me was really just like finding my way after that, because it took a lot of bad jobs. It took a lot of messed up, like attempts at relationships with other people. It, it took a lot of, um, misfire, so to speak, to find like where I felt comfortable. And I ended up, um, kind of getting sick and tired, you know, the saying of being sick and tired. And I, uh, really just told the boss that I was working with, like, I quit. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I, I can't be here. And, um, I mean, I was scared, but it ended up working out really well. I got the best job I ever had. It gave me enough free time to make, make money and then start this YouTube passion. And so, um, I was still moving. My family still was trying to establish themselves again. It was a tough economic time. I, you know, I don't know if you guys know the real estate market at that time, it was really bad, but, um, yeah you know, that YouTube thing kept me, kept me going. And, and I was really proud of myself for making it through that time and finding a path because it was a really easy thing, uh, to give up during. And I had a lot of reasons to in the world, like that would everyone have been like, yeah, you got all the things that make it okay to give up. Um, and I did not And that, you know, kind of goes back to my saying, you know, you the never give up the never stop gaming, like have a smile, um, about your life and, uh, keep making it fun. Keep finding the joy in the moment. And so, uh, those two things, man, in the last few years, high res was like a result of that. You know what I mean? Uh, really getting the pro draft and then also ha making it through that time. Those are the two things I look back and I say, um, I, I accomplished some, some big things, you know, as a, as a person. Without those things, you wouldn't be where you're at now. Yeah, exactly. Then those are some very large achievements. I know there's probably hundreds of people out there, thousands probably that would love to achieve that which i mean i appreciate it man. in your whole story you're basically saying that it is possible for everyone too by the way you just gotta go out and work for it gotta yeah i mean your own I'm trials always... and tribulations in exactly a way. i'm a big fan of uh you know bad things aren't bad you know i think i think it's how you look at the bad things and and there are these negatives in life you always have to give the caveat of you know a family member that you a person you care about dying is bad you know uh, making these mistakes with human life they're bad. And then you got to get into the more of the, the bigger picture of do you believe that, you know, spiritually or anything like that, that that was meant to be? Or is that uh, is that still serving a purpose? We're not I don't need to get into that. I just think that a lot of real world things people get down on, like I lost my job or I didn't get this interview. Um, I think these are just like pieces for you to gain information and it's feedback. And uh, if you use the feedback well. It's just a matter of time before you succeed. And that's what I loved about YouTube. That's what I loved about this industry. It was just like, if you do enough good stuff, like eventually you're going to get seen. Eventually you're going to, you know, make your way there. But you got to keep improving. If you keep thinking your product is great and it's actually bad and you don't improve, you don't take feedback, then that's how, you know, nothing really happens. I, uh, you, yeah, that's you, the stagnation, you hit the nail on basically. the head, man. I, uh, I work with troubled kids, um, ages... 12 to 18, right? I tell them every day that you're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen. Bad things happen. That's how life works. It's right. how you handle those things is shows what kind of person you are. You know what I mean? Right. Right. 
I mean, it's that great quote, right? I mean, um, the test of, uh, you know, basically a man's character is not in times of, you know, where things are comfortable and easy. It's it's when adversity hits. I mean, I'm, I'm summarizing here, but you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. It's like when, when sometimes oh, exactly. the stuff hits the fan, that's where you truly see the metal of somebody. And, uh, you know, that's why, I mean, I, I did a random tweet the other day, but I was just trying to encapsulate. It's like in movies and culture, when I see that person go through that, that's like, and they're still going. That thing that feels like that just would have crushed you. And they still decide to take the next step and get up. I, I'm a sucker for the dude who's getting punched and just stands up again. And then he gets punched and knocked down. And he just, he crawls up onto his knees and he just is on his elbows. Just like, I'm not out. And then, you know, they're like, what? He's still fighting? Like, that's my kind of guy. And, and I relate to on that the next a lot. episode of Dragon Ball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm a big anime fan as well. But uh, exactly. You're you saying know, that, that I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure that's a fight between Goku and Frieza. Like that's an ending card. Exactly. Like he's up on the it's one, one arm looking up. <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of them. But Dragon Ball Z does the opposite. You know, they don't take that moment and make it super emotional. They take that moment and turn it into 20 episodes and Goku charges a spirit ball for, you know, half a year. I'm like. You can speed this up, you know. It's okay. I, I would be okay with that. So more like in the movies is really what I'm I'm looking at, you know. But, right. but that definitely applies. it's funny you say half a year because like that whole time frame, like it coming out on a weekly basis, it's it, it might have been near, like half a it year. It might have been half a year. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But all right, I suppose we should probably get on to uh, some of our fan questions that we got over sure, in the Discord right. here. Michelle. Now, now remember, our community is very memey. They like to troll, and they have the same questions for every guest. Okay, so a couple okay. not everybody, Let me... but there are a couple stereotypical questions. Yeah, good. there's a couple good. that are good. repeats, but they're okay. they're good. You'll have we'll have some fun. Okay. All right, I'll start off because someone kind of piggybacks on this one. All right. All right. We got Mr. Nep coming in with, I've been a longtime fan of you. I was watching you back when you were just posting Smite videos before you ever got hired by Hi-Rez. I was wondering, what's your secret for staying so positive and optimistic? He asked the one everybody wanted to. Uh, lying. No, I'm kidding. You actually do. <laughs> there's a little bit, there's a little bit, being completely candid, there's a little bit of... Oh, that was a good game, but that wasn't the message I want to say. I wanted to put out there. And I think it is impossible to assume that Rain Day, even with this, is is always positive. I'm competitive. I mean, you guys know I play competitive soccer. If you think I'm all positive when a dude scores a goal on me or, you know, he makes me trip midfield, you think I act like, it's all right, man, I'll get him next time. No, I'm the dude who will actually, if I get pulled, I will pull you down with me. And get a yellow card just to be like, you do not pull me again. I'm super competitive. <laughs> um, but the thing that I noticed, the reason I go hard on positivity and how I do it is because truly my competitive nature um, extends to gaming in a way where in sports, I would always shake the other person's hand at the end and say, you know what? Unless they were you know, racist or they did something that was incredibly disrespectful, try to injure me, things like that. And that happens all the time in soccer because, you know, people try to win. But um in the gaming world, you don't really have that like shake your hand afterwards mentality. And I think that for me as a competitor competing in Smite, it was a great game or things like that. And I would see people, you know, spam taunting or being toxic or things like that. For me, it was just like, I don't like this environment, you know? And I think that people can build 
platforms off of negativity. I think you could build platforms off of um, being super hilarious. And I think there is a lot of opportunity to build platforms in our day and age of just saying, what if we maybe turn the other cheek and focus on what we're trying to do? Um, and that was, again, it was more of a, a, a bigger picture thing because I was, I was always focused on staying positive, which is why I stay positive. If I just let myself react, which I do at times, I'm, I'm going to be salty as a mug. I'm, I'm going to absolutely, you know, get upset. I'm not going to be mean. Like, I'm not going to be like insulting you, but I will be pissed. And so it's more of just like knowing that you do get upset. Things do happen. If someone kills you and dives you under your tower five times in a row, you will be mad. But it's like, then what do I focus on? And that was always when I started my channel, a big piece of my brand. I wanted to be like, I want to show people that you can have that happen and then still focus again. You can get up eight times and be positive, even though you got knocked down seven, right? So that was that was kind of the intention behind it. It's very intentional for me as to why I do that. I, right. Dude, I I appreciate what you're saying, man, because that's what we try and talk about here. Like, you are going to die. You're going to be bad at times. Oh, it's going to have those games. Yeah, always. But, but if you can say, okay, I did this wrong. Right. I was bad here. Where can I get better? Then you get better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it's, it's not really lying. It's more of just uh, it's more of just saying that although I do feel upset. I'm just going to not, I'm not going to live in that. I'm a big believer and I've been taught like about personal responsibility and accountability a lot. And that's kind of stuff that my dad brought on me. And um, it's just more of like, I can, it's a choice at that point, right? I can just choose to be really pissed and then lash out, or I can just choose to go next. Like what's next? How do I get back at this? And I think that's partly where my competitive nature helped. Like I would just actually probably focus on how do I beat this dude, even though I'm six kills behind uh, versus like, I'm just salty and upset and I give up at this point. You know what I'm saying? I was actually trying to win. So kind of have to stay positive to do that. Mm -hmm. All right. And I, I got the part two for this question that our okay. buddy Guido posted on. I'm going to go ahead and okay. warn you. I have no idea how this is part two, but he says it is. And a lot of it doesn't make sense in the only real questions okay. in the last sentence, but here we go. <laughs> okay. I'm going to piggyback off Mr. Nepp's question a little. He said you were mm -hmm. posting videos before hired by high res So I would imagine right. you have a good perspective on both sides of serious and gaming, serious gaming and casual. My right. question is in that, in that position, what's your opinion in the following? I would call myself a hardcore gamer in the sense I almost have an unlimited amount of free time to uh, perfect and improve my game I'm not mm -hmm. very social at times in person or online with mm -hmm. new people because of my background this is the important one mm -hmm. what would you do to further your, your gaming career great <laughs> um so is he asked is he he's basically asking what I describe myself as like a, a hardcore gamer that doesn't hang out with anybody and can't like speak to people in person and then also what would no, I do no. to further my gaming he, career? Or is he saying that's what he does? No, he's awkward. Yeah, he's awkwardly describing himself gotcha. in a long, convoluted statement. Gotcha, he really just wants gotcha. To know what you would do to further your gaming career? Well, I think it depends on two things, and I can't really speak about being a pro. If he's trying to be a pro gamer, I can't really speak on that. Except that there's a small couple of things you can do. I mean, I suggest streaming. I suggest getting clips of you performing. I suggest climbing the ranks in your ranked of whatever game it is, so you have little stats you can get you can't get a tryout right away with like an overwatch league team but you can say i'm top 10 i'm I'm top 500 or same thing for paladins or thing, same thing for smite or csgo you can 
have those things that make people like one day you say the right thing or the right tweet or the right team's looking for you. And they're like, sure, we'll give you a tryout. Like, so if you want to go pro, being good at the game is that that you need to put your energy there, uh, especially if you have unlimited time. Um, but I would say if you want to do content, that's a whole Pandora's box of stuff. And there's a trillion ways to do content and be successful. I'm still the, I'm still figuring it out the journey. I'm on the journey. I enjoy the journey. I figure new things out every single day of what works and what doesn't. And partly because YouTube changes so much as well and streaming has changed so much and the things that work, uh, I would be very, very interested to, uh, I don't know, if, if there was a way to get a, a clearer picture on his question, I feel like I can help him a little more, but um, it, it's a little general and it's a bit of a Pandora's box, so I kind of feel like we should maybe move on. There, there, there is never a clear cut anything <laughs> in his questions that's guido yeah guido the Fido, guido. man well guido next time hit me with a tweet just depending on what you mean and, and maybe i'll be able to elaborate there all right uh coffin monkey here asks and i believe he stole katie cat's question um <laughs> what is the best voice line in smite he will continue to ask every guest until he gets an insensible answer an insensible answer uh, yes. I am not the Smite voice line guy. I am so not that guy. The do you have a beauty, Paladin's voice line? The beauty. Well, I do have a Paladin's voice line, but he's not asking for that. So I'm going to give him my Smite answer, which is probably something that I think maybe Kuzumbo says. I think Kuzumbo says some funny stuff. I think he was very hey. meme, and uh, <laughs> I, I do like his kind of like meme style. My favorite god's on her, so a second second kind of vote would be probably something that on her says. I think he's pretty badass in every way. So um, on her thanks op. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, <laughs> he's just so regal in that voice. I'm not, I'm not the voice line guy. So yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm not the voice line guy. I wish, but that's one thing I like about my Paladins. If you want to be the voice line guy, you got a whole world you can climb into. Like if I ever get like, bored of like playing gods or mastering them, I could be like the voice line. Dude, like get all the voice packs, try them out, really enjoy like min maxing the moment I use any individual line in every game. <laughs> I mean, that's a life. You could yeah. you could live that life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Merkin Zombie uh has the next question here. Has anything or anyone ever triggered you in Smite? And how do we fix the oh. toxicity in our gaming culture other than removing Loki from the game? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I like the meme and the realness combined. Yep. Um, yo, absolutely, man. I mean, for me, you know, the things that are simple that trigger me is the inability for Smite high-level players a lot of times to accept that people are not always really good at Smite and to, to really look down on it. I know most of the players who are quite good at smite have very little tolerance for people who aren't because it's very hard in general to play in a game where you're very good and somebody else is in your game and and they're still learning aspects of the game they may be fantastic oh, mechanically. I put up with willow all the time hey there it is right <laughs> but willow's a, you know willow's a top tier champion i mean right now you know i maybe some low levels will play it but oh, it's no it's, no it's, i don't i don't mean from paladins i mean the other host <laughs> Oh, he's talking gosh. about me. <laughs> You're asking a paladin's guy about Willow. I mean, I, I'm going one direction here. It took here. me a second. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, there is that person named Willow. Um, but, you know, here the truth is, um, yes, tons of things trigger me. I think 
anybody, you know, being disrespectful in games, spam taunting. Oh my God, I hate that. The laugh spam, uh, that just, that drives me crazy, especially after kills. Um, diving, actually, like, you get this as a, if you, if people start to know you in the community, they dive you like hard that where it makes no sense. It's like you, you all just all died. Everyone, you know, the, this dude just shot you. He was, you weren't looking at him. They killed all of you, but you guys killed me and you're spam taunting and you're laughing and like, that's all you want. That gets me, uh, you know, to no avail. But I think the way you deal with it, just moving on to part two, is um, you just try to be, you be better yourself. You know, there's no way that you can change the community uh, by telling other people what to do. You have to just do it and you have to try to be an example um, for, for individuals to follow. And once people see that, once you kind of like even take the next step of, of leading with kindness, and that's sometimes what I will do if I'm really focused on making a game non-toxic, I will, I will say something positive. I won't just let it be neutral until it's negative. Um, those little actions, I think, can make a big difference. Telling someone, hey, good luck, have fun, like dope skin, little things like that make people just when it's 50-50, go positive versus like, oh, that guy was kind of annoying, but I'm going to give him this one before freaking out and, you know, you rock canceling that uh, because he did he did say a nice skin, you know, and so he seems like he's trying to be nice. I'll, I'll just, you know, bodyguard him next time, right? And, and I think those I, things make I a difference. I my best. Yeah, <laughs> I do my best to always start every game with a good luck, have fun. You know, yeah, every game I try. I mean, on console, we don't have, you know, the actual text chat. So that's about the best you get when it comes to encountering randoms. And yep. I've always said, like, the instant someone starts the U-Rock cancel that, I usually hit them with the quiet, have fun, have fun. Like, every time. <laughs> like, I don't put up with that shit either. I, I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's I'm, tough, I'm just here trying to have some fun. Don't ruin it on me. Like... Don't, don't, See, that's don't the hard part. My Cheerios. And I mean, just to just to more like, I mean, that is what happens. People piss you off and you're like, why are you pissing me off? And you get pissed off that they're pissing you off. That's the cycle of, of toxic gaming because, you know, you're like, that doesn't have to happen. And it doesn't. But um, I just think that there's there's no way to fight that with being upset at it. They're, the only way to fight it is just kind of like being bigger than it. That's what I found. I uh, I greatly appreciate you saying that in the most respectful manner I have heard this conversation talked in. There are you weren't you didn't direct it at anybody. You were very concise, and I I just appreciate that coming from somebody who tries to be positive myself. It's nice mm. to hear people just say you got to be better than it. Yeah, no. Thanks, man. I, I think you cut out a little bit on my end, but... Um, yeah, like, I heard I'm it was really nice that. to hear people say, and then blank. <laughs> yeah, but I, we, yeah. We, we knew where he was going, and I appreciate that. That's yeah. right. Well, Depp, I think you forgot Katie's question that was supposed to tack on to Coffin Monkeys. Well, so she, she had misread his. Her question is, what is the worst voice line in all of Smite? And she wants a uh, sensible answer, so she wants a uh, <laughs> the worst voice line, man. Oh, and you know what, man? I gotta, I gotta throw Agni's voice lines on there. Pimp, uh, Swagney Agni. That's that's actually some top tier voice line, mm. uh, material. Yeah. So that I gotta throw that in the ones I like. Again, I'm not the voice line guy. I think you know, we. I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't have a real big opinion on voice lines. They are not, <laughs> they're not my grind. But, um. Yeah, I mean, anything I say at this point is just going to be me making something up. So you can have that answer <laughs> or we can move on to something else, depending on what you <laughs> What's your random answer? My random answer is uh, Kabraken saying uh, hello. 
There you go. There you go, Katie. You're satisfied. <laughs> I don't even know what it sounds like. I'm telling you, this is literally just me randomly <laughs> random. saying a God and a voice line. Okay, that's it. But they were like the typical I'll, questions, man. We had to hit right. you with no, those. Right, no, hey, they you had to hit everybody. me with them. You had. I just hey. don't want to waste your, your listeners' time. You know, that's not me. I I, I appreciate it, but I, I have no, I, there's no, I got nothing for you there. I got nothing for you. Yep. Um, adios, uh, guy in our Discord here. I believe <laughs> he's in Europe somewhere. Asks, what tournament that you have worked on is the most memorable and why? Oh man, there's a couple of ones. Um, definitely a. I want to say that definitely a DreamHack is actually my most memorable tournament. Um, and it's interesting because both were in really cool places that start with the name S. One was in Sweden. One was uh, start with the letter S. One was in Sweden. One was in Spain. Uh, Sweden was special because it was my first time ever casting live um, in front of uh, people for high res. So it was uh, really a. Uh, not even me supposed to be there. I had actually flown in when they were hiring me and they had said uh, that they had given me uh, thought uh, and wanted to sign me. I knew when they were flying me in that they wouldn't be paying for a hotel, paying for a flight from LA just to show me the studio. I knew they were going to offer me something. And I ended up uh, saying I would I would listen. And during that time, there was a DreamHack Sweden coming up. They They could still use a caster, but they weren't needing me. And I said, you know, listen, man, what are the, you know, it's playing a game. It was like late at night. One of those things where networking happens, right? You're just with them, with my manager at the time and, and my co uh, and his assistant manager at his house. It's like midnight, 1230 and we're playing this game pigs. And he says, uh, dream hacks would be great. Uh, and he's like, I got high res Vox going with us. And I'm like, man, think about this. What if I magically show up in Sweden? Would you guys let me cast? So I'm not hired yet, and I know they're not paying for my stuff, but they say, probably, probably, you serious about that? And I said, I don't know. I mean, if it's probably, I might be serious. And so we're both staring there like, are you actually going to come? And then I'm like, are you actually going to let me cast? And uh, after the next day, I actually um, just, you know, I had a credit card at the time, and uh, I was like, you know what, man, let's take a risk, right? Let's Let's do it. And I, uh, I just put the, you know, thousand something dollar flight on my, on my credit card, went out there and, uh, they had a room for me. They, they, I mean, I casted the finals of that tournament as the first ever, uh, Paladins Land tournament with all the guys who are still, you know, veterans in our scene. It was where, you know, I, I think Stu first saw me and, and a lot of the guys up high up at the company, hire as Mick and things like that. And they were just like, yeah, we got to get this guy. Like we, we need this. This guy's the real deal. We got to have him. Um, so it ended up being really memorable for me. And uh, really important, I think, to just my career at high res because a lot of people wanted to work with me after that. Um, and then Spain was just amazing. It was uh, we went on a great trip with my buddies afterwards, me and, and Nick and, and Ryan high res agro and um, high res pretty air. We all did a trip afterwards to Spain, but it was it was really the best tournament of paladins I think we've ever had. Uh, we had a Chinese team who was really amazing, and the crowd was excited. It was a uh, it was a really like hard to recreate hype time for the game and for me in general. Um, so I look back on those two as my most fond, uh, fond memories for tournaments. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool story. Yeah, honestly, that that would be, that'd be crazy. Yeah, I mean, I still haven't paid off that ticket, which is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! And, you know, you it, take your it, bill into Stu and be like, Stu, come on, <laughs> Stu, come on, yeah. man, can I get it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they, I think at that time because I was quitting my job because I knew I was going to take the high res job. 
they had paid me back, but I didn't use that money because I was kind of cash short. But because um, I was like, I could pay this off right now, but then I wouldn't have any money for a month. So I just used that and then it just stayed there. And then, oh, boy, lots of other things. Now, lots of now you're just things. keeping that debt out of nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, all right. Sigmanu631 asks, as far as game types go, mm-hmm. is there any interest in a 2v2 duel or dual queues in ranked conquest at some point? You I'm know, kind of sure think, where he's going with that. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. The I, I think he's talking about 2v2 like joust, right? Like like 2v2 maybe? Okay. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to assume that. I, I like new game modes. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I, I get caught up in um in 1v1s. I mean, I don't know what it is. I could never watch a YouTuber. I could care less about him. But if he makes an interesting like joust video, like I just was like, I will watch all of it. Like I have other things to do. I will just, I want to see who wins this 1v1. And to me, I think 1v1s and like 2v2s, those small little moments have a lot of really cool minutia to focus on why somebody won. And they're, and they're very, they're so varied depending on if, it, if it's a Poseidon or maybe running or like a Baron, you know, and then you, and you're, you're grabbing like a Baron Chernabog, right? And it's like, what does that even mean, you know, in a, in a smaller environment? I think those things, um, are actually really fascinating and sometimes more fascinating than the macro stuff of like, well, this is a CC heavy composition versus like a burst damage heavy composition. And like, if this guy gets going, I like the little stuff. So for me, uh, I would love something like that. So I'm I'm all for it. Do you play solo lane? Because that just sounds like a solo laner mentality. I di- <laughs> you know what? I actually never played solo. I'm a big hunter mage guy. Uh so what ends up happening okay. is I didn't play a lot of solo lane. I never played a lot of conquest like when I was getting started in YouTube. Um and it was really just a time thing. Like, you know, you never know if conquest game's gonna go an hour or if it's gonna go, you know, twenty five minutes. So it's like I got practice at eight. Like I can play a game right now at seven and I'm just going to play arena because I can guarantee being done by 730. So um, as far as content is more reliable. And I did once I started getting back in season five, I did gravitate towards Sole. And it's funny you say that. I really kind of like started to really like it. It was the first time I ever did it. I was really scared about it. But I think uh, I think I am kind of a solo lane guy at, at heart. I knew there's a reason I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Sigmanu has another question here. Is there a pantheon or a path you would like to see for new gods? Fictional or real does not matter. I have always thought that Smite, if they ever run out of gods, and God forbid that doesn't happen because I don't even know if it's possible, but if they ever do, I like the idea of some fictional gods. I think we have enough talented people at the studio to... um, Take a stab at it. I think the only thing that would make me hesitant about it is the fact that we've already got so many established real gods in the game. And so having like it would be a weird time to be like 99 real gods and one like, you know, blibbity bloop that somebody decided to say. And it's just like this magical fairy god that like doesn't exist. And everyone's just like, this is weird. This doesn't fit like against Mm -hmm. the Bologna solo lane matchup that I'm expecting to see. And I do understand that. So if they didn't go that route, I would want to probably keep seeing what they're doing now. I mean, I love the expansion into like, you know, the three pantheons that they were doing for the event, um, the new god out of each. I, I really like think Smite is on track uh, the way I would have, if I was directing it, uh, done it myself. Nice. So I think I'll take Blade Runner's question here. All right. 
because he's got a, he says he's got a question for the Zen Master, and he asks, "What was your motivation to get where you are now?" But we we kind of basically already covered a lot of that. Well, we co- I mean, asked, uh, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. But well, then he was also asking, uh, "Have you always had a passion for video games? And if so, what was it that started your passion for video games, and mm. why?" Well, th- these are both great questions, and I can kind of like elaborate on slightly the first one, but I'll, I'll start with the other one, man. You know, I've been a gamer since I was a little kid, and gaming to me meant hanging out with my cousins. It meant hanging out with my family, my dad, my uncle. They're gamers. It meant the times that stick out most as my fondest memories in my life, and from moments of the Christmas where me and my cousin both got Shadow of the Colossus, and we raced to see who could kill each Colossus faster in the same house. He was upstairs, I was downstairs, and we would check in on each other's progress and run upstairs, and it was Christmas morning, and everything good in life is there in that moment, that memory. To the little times where, you know, Gauntlet Dark Legacy was on the PS4, and like, it'd be a time where I could just chill with my uncle and my cousin and my dad, and we would dungeon crawl and they would you know we would be talking crap to one another and he'd get mad i stole the gold and i would just be like you know you snooze you lose i'm a top tier gamer at that age and so you know (laughs) they were trying to keep up and i I just love the dynamics that got built with that um the gaming i actually had you know that started me off was really with my older sister who is um uh you know a great kind of uh role model for me as far as my comedy tastes uh and my gaming tastes as well she was the one who um had actually a friend who was really good at games and, and he would always come over and we would play super Mario on the Nintendo, uh, basically the super Nintendo. We'd play Zelda on the super Nintendo. He would beat these games, but I would like take turns. I would play. And that inspired my passion, um, truly for the gaming experience. And that just continued to grow. Um, it just expanded my family and, and through my life. And, uh, you know, until the fact that gaming became, you know, with eight cousins and then, um, you know, my, my dad and my uncle all playing games. Like it just became a family thing. Like everybody got the systems, everybody got the games, Christmases, holidays were all about what games you play and how you hang in. And so it just became like a part of our culture, my family. And, um, it was always console stuff too, but, uh, you know, it was, it was very recent. I got into PC games and smile was really kind of my first one for that. That's awesome. Reminds me of my childhood. Spend that much time with family and all that. I'm like the youngest and the only one in my family. Like, out of all the cousins, mm. for the most part, too, that got into gaming. So I never mm. really got that, but that would be awesome. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, that's part... Yeah, on, I agree. Sorry. That means no, no, go ahead, idea. go ahead. I was I was just saying that my younger brother, too, uh, really was not really a, a gamer, able to, like, play games with me or anything like that. So I did look for the, gri- the bigger family moments, because that was when I have two cousins who are kind of, like, my age or, like, very into gaming. So that was... You know, that's even a bigger reason why we all got like so focused on it when we were together. So I know what you're saying, man. I, I kind of longed for that, too. It didn't always happen. But when it did, that really like kept me going. But uh, Blade Runner also just had to say to you, uh, he's also got to say you're a true inspiration, Ringday. Keep that positive attitude going and keep leading by example. It's refreshing to see someone so positive that also truly reaches out to the gaming community to help people better themselves and their gaming habits. Thank you. Good, sir. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, that definitely does, um, that definitely does mean a lot. I think part of, uh, you know, my, my reason for being on the world is to, you know, my own path of just self-discovery, which is, I think why I went into gaming to answer like that first part of that question, which is just, you know, I was still discovering myself and, and making, uh, when you get into a world where 
people eventually you guys will see this and this is kind of the way our world works but you will get you know whether you're a woman whether you're black whether you're white whether you're a man whether you're short whether you're fat whether you're beautiful whether you're ugly there's a certain point where somebody if you climb high enough has a has a yes or no to whether you keep going in a lot of the established systems we had and to me I had experienced a lot of that and and it was one of the hardest things for me to see myself be what I thought at the right position, doing the right things. And because someone else said yes or no to me or to another person, you know, that person got the opportunity. And so YouTube and gaming and content creation for me was always like, I feel like this is mine. Like my YouTube channel, my content, that's whatever I want it to be. No one's telling me, you know, this is good or not. Like if I make a video, and people click it and watch it and search it, that's because of what I made. There's no person above me. So that was really one of the hardcore like passions and like things that kept me going and keeps me going still about why I why I do kind of what I do now. All right. I got our next question here from Drew. When teaching someone a role or God, mm. what is the most important thing that must be ingrained in that person for them to be viable? You know, this is interesting because it's... Uh, I, you know, it went in my, the way I teach roles is, uh, and I think people think I'm, people may think I do it more often than I actually do. I mean, I've been very grateful and I look at the series that I did the, the top five, you know, ways of how to be a better, you know, smite player and covering those roles. I, I look at that as some of the best stuff, you know, I, I've done. And I, I really look at it and I, I get nostalgic over those videos because I remember the time I, I remember the impact videos so much. And, um, you know, I, I consider that kind of my personal stamp on, on, the community and the internet and and that kind of a thing. So one of the things I always start out with in those videos is is the mentality. And I think when you look at the learning, um, you have to know why you're learning in the first place, right? Math doesn't make sense until you know kind of why you're doing the math. Like what are you, what's the point, right? You know, I know the X's and the A's and the B, but it didn't make sense to me until I knew like, here's the reason why you need to know that. And so for Smite, I think we get caught up in, wanting kills we get caught up in uh you know uh not wanting to die sometimes we get caught up in wanting to be the dude who initiates the team fight or the dude who comes in afterwards but you have to know the role of the role and if you don't know that it's very hard to min max like screw the abilities you need to know when you need to even be in this fight or if you should be starting it or if you should just be backing and saying this is not something i can or my job uh, entails and and I think that is one of the hardest things for newer players to get um, learning any new game that's that's a little hard and MOBAs are probably the hardest ones um, to learn that with so if you understand that a warrior is supposed to be this um, and you can look at those videos for reference but if you understand you know what your hunter's role is what your um, you know your your guardian's role is or your support it doesn't matter who you play right I mean look at Baron Samity in, in the pro league right now I mean he's playing support right and he's in the dual lane uh it doesn't matter that it's Baron Samity. It could be Ganesh over there. It could it could be Terra. But the idea is the role is the same. So when you get that, the God starts to, you can interchange gods really, really easily. Versus if you've just learned Terra, then you're screwed if you only know how to play Terra and, you know, she's banned or you need to play something else, right? Right, and understanding the flexibility. I love those videos that you made. Like, <laughs> Thanks, I, I, man. I think, what was it, last episode or the episode before? I, I told people, you know, I suggested go check those out for one. And like, I, I literally watch them like every other month. I'll go through and rewatch them just because they're nice little refreshers of just like the simple basics. And like you said, the mentality of it, that's, that's, I think yeah. what really 
really made them stick to me is how on everyone you're like the mentality you need to know what you're looking to do overall yeah it doesn't matter who you're on for the most part. well i mean yes it does matter who you're on but they're just great they really are i've had a hard time this Thanks, whole man. time as you're talking not hearing that music in the background. <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a great track, man. It's a great track. I never tell anyone the name of it. I, dude, I've wondered. I'm like, what is that? That's so. I just out of. Have you ever heard that song in anything else? By the way, I don't. I. It's one of them songs where you swear to God you've heard it in damn near everything, but never. But you'd have it at the same time. Yeah. It's funny, I've actually, I've seen like one video outside of mine that I've heard that, and I just, I listen, I'm like, man, this is so exactly what the song had to be for this series, you know? I don't know if the series could have even been what it was without that song, uh, so I'm, I like safeguard the actual song. It's kind of funny, but like, people can find it if they really care about it, but I just, I never say it, because I'm just like, uh why should I? Why should I? This is my little special thing that I found. You find it yourself. It's like a hidden All treasure. All right, our next question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> exactly. No, you're good. You're good. You're good enough. Go ahead. Our next question is from Silent Aces 44. All right, boss. Easy question. You get to cast one more set of Smite. Mm. Who are you choosing? as your one or two chair to cast with you, or are you Ooh. throwing out all the smite casters and just bringing pretty hair with you? Oh, man. You know what? That's a great question. Um, I love all the smite casters. Um, I love pretty hair as well. Um, I think it'd be fun to see me and pretty hair do a smite cast. If I had to go out in a bang, if this is like my last cast, you know, I mean, Nick and I have been been through thick and thin, um, you know, uh, since day one. So I probably I probably bring pretty hair over and I say, let's let's give it to him, baby. Let's show him what Paladins boys can do in this smite thing, you know, because Nick came from smite, too. I mean, Nick used to, you know, that's how we both got involved in Paladins. I mean, we both thought we were going to be smite casters. So, you know, I mean, we, 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 can, we can make it happen. We can make it happen. I think it would be hysterical to see the two of you do a smite cast. <laughs> I also think it would be awesome to see like F dot and aggro do a paladins cast. Yeah, and you know what? They're not they haven't been too far off from doing it. I mean, there's been a lot of times where, you know, we've gotten one of them and not both, but I completely agree, man. It'd be it'd be a really fun day if uh if we had a couple of fun sets that uh we you know, the pairs just kind of switched and uh we just let it happen. You know, skill shot just let it happen. We turned a blind eye. Hindu man, just like, all right, just this once. Yeah, I mean, you're talking, you know, you're talking to the guy who could make that happen for Paladins. We, I just have to get Graham, Graham ready for, uh, you know, having me and Nick out there uh, for for a smite set that didn't matter enough because, you know, we would be, we would be, we would be slightly falling behind in some of the, some of the things, but we keep up, we keep up in most of it. We still both. I feel like. I feel like you do a really good job of filling the lull time, and you know enough about Smite that you could right. actually cast the good, like the intense parts. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard to cast a team fight. You know what I mean? It's more of just like the mid, the mid round stuff. But I think Nick and I have casted so much. You don't. I mean, what, you, what people don't realize is that you look at any other caster, and I mean, let's take the best caster in the world, like you know, maybe somebody who's on top, like a Golden Boy type guy. And uh, everyone has their own flavor of who they like as a caster. So, you know, best aside, maybe works the most jobs, but maybe even did 30, 35 events, right? I mean, maybe that's a weekend each event. I mean, maybe it's six hours a day, you know? I mean, we do that stuff every day, every week, 
uh, all year long without breaks. You know, we've put in the amount of casting hours is probably, you know, people who have been in this industry for quite a long time. Um, there is only an experience that comes with time, and that's something that we're still gaining by being involved. But as far as raw casting hours, I mean, we have we have got a lot. I will say that. All right. We got another question from Guy Almighty. Says, I'm a big fan of your content, and I want to know, where do you see yourself five years down from the road? That's a great question, man. You know, I think it's hard to see... Um, I think it's hard for me to see that far. Um, I definitely see myself still in esports. I think I definitely see myself doing YouTube and maybe streaming more often. Um, I think it's tough because I also have a relationship that is uh, long distance. You know, me and my, my girlfriend have uh, been long distance for quite a while, and we have uh, been together for about 10 years. So uh, there's a lot of, you know, I'm sure action that will go down in the next uh, few years since I'm, you know, turning 28 uh, on. Tuesday on the 18th. So I will Happy be, early you know, birthday. Thank you. Thank Happy you. Birthday. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, I think, to happen. I do think, though, that I found an industry that, you know, as far as um, an industry I like being in, um, I can't think right now that I found anything else aside from esports. I love entertainment. Um, I love sports. I think all of that kind of blends in esports. Um, there's a, a wacky world where, um, it becomes more isolated in one of those regions. But I think overall, I mean, making content, being a, a voice in the world and, and having an audience, I think uh, I see that for myself. I just don't see how that will look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't think, you know, you asked me that question two years ago. You asked me that question. I have no idea that I'm telling you I'm moving to Georgia and living there for two years, casting, <laughs> you know. Paladins all over the place at HR. Like I, 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 there's no way I can tell you that. So I'm like, I have no idea really what's gonna happen. So all I think right. that uh, wraps up all of our guest questions that are our community questions for our guest here. Did uh, any of you guys yeah, got do, uh, last couple of small uh, little ones before we're out of time here? Uh, I just wanted to say uh, your Twitter feed is <laughs> very, very entertaining. <laughs> I appreciated Good. your uh, post this morning. Oh yeah, definitely. Gave me sunshine on this cloudy <laughs> Friday day. I do have a quick question. Okay. How did you not know the lyrics to all the small things? And have you since learned the lyrics to um, all the small things? You know, it's 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 uh it's an, a shameful moment for me that uh, I forget one of the I mean the parts of my culture growing up. You know, I mean I was a guy who had school with, although I was very eclectic in my movement taste. You know. I'm I'm belting out Ocean's Avenue. I've got Blink 182. I miss you. Just singing that back and forth with my buddies and 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 imitating the the bad music video with the cello or whatever the hell that is that the guys would put on. And I can't believe they thought that looked good. I I am very very uh very very apologetic for all of the references we make on cast because they're so outlandish. I just know that I put myself in such a bad spot to immediately remember all the information. I still don't remember it, but the fact that I even called for the song or tried to remember it live on air mid set, I mean, I, you know, I put myself in this situation. I have no one else to blame. Uh, but it, it's a good question. And I still, I mean, it's true care what true brings. I don't know. You've she caught me, me off guard. <laughs> Surprises, <laughs> let me know she cares. I, I, I saw that while I was at work and I just, Dying laughing at my. I desk. love it. Is that the music video where they like meme on all the other boy bands? 
Yes. Yeah. All right. So that beach that they go to to do like an ironic boy band type uh-huh. like music video, One Direction actually went to that same exact beach to shoot an unironic boy band music video. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's amazing. Yes. Oh man, that's great. Yes. I love it. it go continues. check out Fact Fiend by Carl Smallwood and he has a whole bunch of videos like that and he does one on that and it's hilarious when I found, figured that out. Beautiful, man. I appreciate I appreciate the question and the uh, the direction, the one direction, <laughs> the one direction. There it is. I should. Have, I'm a cast out of that. I think. Of that. All right. I I feel bad doing that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Does anyone else have uh, any other questions? I have one. You did your top five favorite gods in Smite. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And amongst those top five, you've already said yes. that you still love on her, and he's your favorite. Yes. Yes. Uh, has anyone fallen? Two of those gods have gotten rekits since then. Granted, you knew Rat was getting one soon before you I posted did. the video. I and did. Ravana also switched classes. Yes. yes. And the other god being Freya with the rework. Yeah. Did that affect them being on the list at all? You know, the Maybe only take one them who off? Af- the only one who affected me, and I do have to do this. I actually thought of a really cool um. It's funny, you might be precipitating some of the content I'm putting out to, but I, I, I'm, I've been thinking of like some new kind of series in that broad category because they, they do well and, and people like them and, you know, reference them and stuff like that. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I've said it enough that on her is my favorite guy that people are like, wait a second. I, I had a game the other day and someone said, it's, it's rain day. Is that the real rain day? And then they're like, wait, it's on her. It's gotta be. It's like, and I'm like, how, what, how do you, you guess you guys just trust so much that on her is the only God I play. Cause I've said enough that he's my favorite God. So, uh, I actually have to revisit that the R- Ravon kit. I'll be honest. I haven't played him since he got that rekit, but I've been really interested on her is still there. He will always be there. I've played a lot of the Freya and I actually like her still. Um, and she feels pretty much the same, so that is uh, for sure there still as well. <sighs> I think the list is pretty much the same. I think Rat, though, I mean, before I even put Rat on there, he had already had a pretty decent rekit, and I think he was getting another one. Um, he's been changed so much, and he still remains the essence of just a very, very fun god, so he's still there for me, too. I think all of them all of them stay, but I, I think the only one I would replace potentially is Ravon. I just haven't... Uh, I haven't played him since his rekit, man. It's reminded me of stuff I need to do this weekend. I'd say, yeah, since that video came out, there's been 20 more additional gods added to the game, too. I, I know. Like 74, 75. I know. So I may have to I may have to revamp that. Maybe we all should be on the lookout for possible it, video in the future. It is, it is possible. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Possibilities. I, uh, I must say I'm surprised that you are one of the few people who loved Freya before the rework and still like her. And after? Yeah. You know, I'm not like that, man. I don't know. I'm not that nitpicky in that regard. I'm always, and this is part of the reason, too. It's like, Smite has been, in my opinion, Smite is the freaking greatest thing to ever happen to gaming. And, and, you know, everyone's going to say Fortnite's the greatest thing to ever happen to gaming. But for me, the free-to-play thing hit, hit me on Smite. That's where that hit me. And I'm like, you're saying I buy this one pack. And for the rest of my life, I get every new god ever, like, that ever comes out. And every day I can play this for free? I was, like, shocked. I was shocked. I was like, absolutely, I'll buy the god pack. Who cares? 
And so, you know, I I do not complain about a lot of Smite stuff. I accept it. I know it sounds like I'm a shill because now I work for the company, but I'm I'm <laughs> super honest. This is like this is why I love Smite so much. I was like, I'm so grateful for this game. You're complaining about a rekit, man. I'm like, she's still fun. She still flies up in the air and does her thing. She's still got the whoop. If they took the whoop away, I would say she's probably not. I, I would I would maybe change my tune, but She's got most of what feels like Freya in my eyes. I think they did a nice job on that rekit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, they, they kept the essence of her, so. Right. All right. I got a meme question for you. Our missing okay. co-caster or co-host has a question for you. Okay. Can He says, can you ask him why I suck it on her? <laughs> oh, I can answer uh, that because you can't hit your goddamn impale. A, you're not Rain Day. Rain Day is the only good on her uh, in the business, as uh, you could tell from the uh, from his top fives. Uh, you just do the research. Um, the other thing I'd say is you you know be be a little bit more confident, man. I mean, you got to be confident on on her. You can, you got everything. That's why I like him. You got CC immunity. You got a slow. You got a knock up. You got a knock back. You got a stun. Uh, you got AOE denial. You got, you know, damage. You got penetration innately in your kit everywhere. There's really not a mechanic that on her doesn't have. Uh, and that is what I love about him. It's like if you die as him with your full kit up, it's usually because you just didn't play that well. And so I always like to take responsibility for my actions. And I'm like, this is the ultimate. I am responsible for for winning or losing or living or dying kind of God, in my opinion. Great advice. Yeah, I think uh, another one of the reasons is we all play on console. And ah, so much harder. Skill shots, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skill yeah. shots are a little bit more difficult to land. The full combo. That's hilarious. Okay, yes, I get that too. I get that. I don't know the <laughs> console life. I will not. Uh, I love. I appreciate the console, but like, I got on PC because. Smite was a rather difficult console game for me, and I, I loved it so much. I really just wanted to, you know, I wanted to play it on PC to be better at it personally. Like, and it's not that you can't be good on console. There are a lot of console players who are better than me and will go, jump on PC and beat me there too. But I just, I did not do well with that type of competitive game on console. Like, I was not the best Halo player. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was good, but <laughs> I was not the guy. Yeah. You know, I'm way better yeah. on PC personally. We love we love Smite so much that we actually struggle to play it on console. That's how much we love Smite. Mm, that's right. <laughs> that's a lot yeah. of love. I play on three megabytes a second internet. I struggle, and I love I this feel game. you, man. I feel you, man. <laughs> that's I feel you. All right. I got two questions myself, and I think okay. we can start wrapping it up. Awesome. Uh, they kind of go together. Um, first one, what would you do if you weren't a caster? Okay. And the second one is what or you want to tell me. Well, both? let let me tell them both because okay. they they kind of go together. What okay. game would you cast other than a high res game? Um. Okay. So if I was not a caster of Paladins or Smite, I don't know what game I would cast, but I would definitely look for something that I had a very very fun time playing all the time, like. To me, I find it very hard to do things like I'm kind of a I wear it on my face, dude. Like if you know that I'm like over talking to you, it's hard for me unless I'm in a real business setting. And I'm like, this is I'm I'm up for this. I know I need to pretend here. Uh, I It's hard. You will see it on my face. And you'll be like, oh, God, like 
I should, you know, I might need to, you know, be, he's not looking like he wants to hang out with me. And the same thing goes for games. Like I, I love Balance of Might. That's why I'm able to have the passion and the hypeness about it. Cause I really am into it. I play them all the time. I'd have to play the field, man. Um, I have, I'm just be honest. Like I have not played enough Fortnite to care about it because I haven't played it at all. So I, I don't think I'd say that. Um, I play Overwatch, but super casually. So I can't say that I'm like very invested in that game whatsoever. Uh, I used to play a lot of WoW, but that's not like, you know, anything that I do now or anything competitive. And I've never been a CSGO guy. I'd love guy. to hear you. I've never, I, yeah, <laughs> what? I'd love, love to hear, to hear you do Smash. Yeah, I mean, that's a game that I love, and I think I could probably play forever and get really excited. I just don't have a group of friends who are into uh, fighting games that much. But honestly, the stuff I'm next most excited about is probably, like, fighting game stuff. Um, but I, but I, 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 it's hard for me to say because I have not actually... I don't play a lot of other games aside from Paladins or Smite because I'm always working on them or making content for them. You know, life of a, life of a guy who casts the games and also makes <laughs> YouTube videos about only those games. So that's kind of a thing. Um, there was another part of your question. What what was that one again? Remind me. Oh, what would I do uh, if I wasn't casting in general? So uh, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I actually throughout college really fell in love with writing. And um, I, I got so involved that I actually started um, being inspired by the Scandinavian literature class I took. And I don't know if you rem- know, you kind of know, but Hans Christian Andersen is a very famous Scandinavian, um, I believe he's Norwegian, uh, writer. Now, he actually has done some stuff, like he's written like um, The Little Mermaid, but his Little Mermaid is extremely dark. Disney was able to take that, adapt it into the kind of princess-loving story that they they showcase to the world, right? And yeah. however, you know, something inspired me about his story. He wrote so many of these tales, and they were all very inspirational. One of my favorites is The, um, the Emperor's New Clothes, and it's about the emperor who obviously gets swindled by these guys who say, we'll make you this great piece of clothing and uh he says great uh what does it look like he's like oh we're working on it he comes in and they were working on an air and he's like what do you mean he's like oh this is invisible cloth and they're just like huh he's like yeah trust me you'll see it and then and then they ask all the people around him like his advisor and they say you see it right advisor goes well i don't want to look dumb uh yeah i see it and then uh he asks what about you as a tenant and the tenant goes well you know i don't want to look dumb yeah yeah, yeah I, I see it i see it and then the emperor doesn't want to look dumb either so he says well, yeah, of course I see it. I'm, I'm glad. I, I knew how you were coming. I just, you know, wanted to make sure you, you know, understood English and walks out. And then they do that over time. And he's got this big coronation. He's got to walk down the uh, entire town. And, and eventually he just gets fooled into uh, being naked on the street. They say, here's your gown. And he's got no clothes. And a lot of people know this story. But eventually it's just a child who says, hey, uh, the man's naked. And meanwhile, you know, before all that, all the people are clapping. They're like, what's going on? No one's saying anything. And the kid just says, hey, uh, you're naked. And the emperor's like, oh, God, I'm naked. And it shows how, like, we can fool ourselves in society to kind of, I think, follow this rhetoric that we're being told without really looking at what we're seeing, you know? And that, to me, was like, damn, that was super cool. And that was very simple. I want to say stuff that's, like, super cool, very simple, and that changes people's lives or thoughts. And I started writing children's books. And, you know, Dr. Seuss was a big example of mine. I did a lot of rhyming. I did a lot of music in my past. So I know it's a long answer, but um, my history with music, my history with writing, and especially in college, would be like, and I would I would probably write books. I would probably write books. I would write children's stories. I've already written a lot of them. I um, have them in the pocket. Like, you may see a rain day in two years where, you know, I'm an author as well because we've been able to do some other things, got some more time for that. 
um, fantasy novels I love reading and I've, you know, I got a lot in the pocket as well that I've already started writing and just put pause on. So if I ever drop out of this, uh, that's a second career I definitely want to delve, delve deep into. Stories by Rain Day. There it is, baby. There it is. That's, that's awesome. That's an awesome answer. All right. I think that's, uh, just about all the time we've got with you why don't you tell us where we can find you on the interwebs well uh yeah on the interwebs man uh rain day gaming pretty much uh twitter is by far my most social uh activity uh per day um aside from my youtube channel i usually try to get something each day but you know i've I've been a lot more conscious about you know taking care of myself um you know and, and doing gym and like i'm gonna hit the you know hit the gym later tonight um i've still got things that we've had to do at the office like it's it's there's a lot going on but i've been a little bit more conscious with that and so youtube video here and there so rain day gaming on youtube is great uh rain day on twitch and um you know rain day gaming on twitter is probably the the place if you want to connect or ask a question or follow up on anything like that it's the best place to check me out thank you for coming on much appreciated i say it was a blast chatting with you Oh man, it's been yeah, a ton right. of fun. Um, everybody, thank you so much for for your questions and for gathering all this stuff. It's been uh, it's been nice. It's always refreshing to talk and and have people listen. And um, I'm glad that you know you, you know I was in a position where you guys cared to listen to me talk. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you, Rain Day, for coming on. We appreciate it greatly. Oh, uh, I'm back. Oh, he's back. How's oh, it going, man, guys? You, you oh, missed Rain Day. Yeah, you Rain Day was here? Where did Rain you Day go? Was here. See, he said we had to, had to he said we had to kick you out to get him in. We just didn't have room. It's true, but I thought I was you guys are so mean. I thought I was gonna be able to come in like in the middle or something. Nah. Sorry, man. It just it didn't suck. flow He's right with you. Too here. busy I'm sorry. for you. Yeah, we're memeing. Let's go. Alright, alright, alright. Oh. Had a purgatory this week. We had Willow going solo. Solo? Solo. Oh? Solo. 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 So I feel like I have to clarify this before we move forward. The build was never no power soul. The build was always solo soul. Just to to preface. All right. As the one who came up with this for you guys last week. 100% 100% was never, like Willow was saying, supposed to be no power. It is, like he's saying, a solo build. If you go into solo lane and don't build any power at all, you are not going to clear minions. You're going to get out cleared, super pressured, and never get any levels. And you will never get your fucking buff. Alright, a man makes one mistake, and his balls are put in a vice. Uh, yeah, one, that's, that's Genji garb. How much, how much cooldown on Genji's garb? Let's go on. Come on. How was it? 20%. Everybody knows that. Oh, it's Jesus. 10. It's the Get same the fuck as breastplate. No, it's not. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired this week. Get the fuck out of this turn. podcast. Goodbye. I'm back. Ready to fire people. Willow. Solo. So uh, I play this game with Fro. Were you ADC Hachiman or something like that? Yes. That's why I didn't bring it up this week. I love Hachiman. Yeah, you played a mean Hachiman on the other side of the map. Did we play with a third or Hachiman. was it just the two of us? Uh, I th- I think it was just the two of us because I don't. I remember. think it was the third that we had in that assault game where you got the penta, and I cannot remember his, who the it was to save my life. And now I really want to go look it up. But anyway, we're gonna have to look it up. While I'm talking, you go look it up and interrupt me. Okay, so 
I'm going to preface this with their team comp. They played four physical and a Ymir support. I was against a Guan Yu in lane, and I'm playing Soul. So I'm I'm mostly focusing on survival early game, but I also got to clear. I started with Mage's Blessing and Boots 1. I needed the Mage's Blessing to help clear. It is not... Uh, it is now a solo item again. It it can be built in solo lane. Don't at me. Uh, after I got my boots online, I got Shoes of Focus, so I had more cooldown. After I got my boots online, I got T1 Breastplate or something like that. I ended up soloing my opponent in lane. He kept taking poke with the wave because he's trying to clear wave, and I'm soul. And he couldn't really poke me out. Uh, with my heal and um, pots, I just out-sustained him. Uh, I finally got my Breastplate online, and I started a Lotus Crown, because I wanted a little little bit of protections and some extra power to help clear. Uh, the proc for the shield does work on your one, and it is very effective. Uh, by that point, I soloed my enemy opponent a second time, and they couldn't kill me. I was pretty tanky against their physical comp. And I just disapparated and healed myself back up in lane over and over and over again. They couldn't kill me. I stab I... was playing our mid on Ra. Oh, and on the that's game right. where I got the pentakill, which would have been the next one, he was the Naja that you were talking about. Yes, Danny Boy from the Discord. Wow, that's so bad that we couldn't figure that out. I know. Um, but yeah, he played he played Rama or no Ra, I mean, and he played pretty well. That was a fun game though. But I to go was on with the build, a lot of fun that game too. Like, oh yeah, it was we, just nice having like a tankier ADC where they're like, oh, let's go kill this soul, and meanwhile I get to sit back and be like, yes, please kill that soul so I can shoot you <laughs> instead. Oh my gosh. Um, after I got full build, I had Voidstone for a little magical protections. I went Jade uh, Jade Emperor's Crown for a little more protections. Um, and then I finished with a Spirit Robe to get back to 40% cooldown. And I didn't die the entire game. They could not kill me. I had 40% cooldown, so I had my Disapparate up all the time. I had my Heal up all the time. I was poking all the time. Mages and Soul Lane work because you get super high cooldown and just keep poking and poking and poking and poking and poking. <laughs> Depp just typed in tat. You know, there's a point where I say I try to say shit, but y'all rude. <laughs> Sorry, I had to I had to throw it at you, Depp. Uh, I got the two early solo kills, and I went four zero and eighteen. Are they just like Fro was saying? They kept running at me and trying to kill the soul, and I just they couldn't. I kept healing up. I kept disapparating away. There was a point in time in the game around Fire Giant where I was at like. 30 health, then 500 health, then 25 health, then another 500 health. It was just, they couldn't do it. I think probably one of the, like, the the funnest parts of that game for me was the fact that they, they would, they would finally get past you and kill me, because I think I went, like, 13 and 8, and that's because late game, they, they'd eventually figured it out and started focusing me down a little bit more, but I was like, I'll, okay, I'll just take two of you with me and leave another one partially dead. And you guys would just clean them up, and yeah, it was a good game. Very fun. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, eventually they did realize that uh, they couldn't kill me, so they just went on our Raw and went on our Hachi, but our Hachi was free casting for most of the game, and we just got ahead. And their comp just fed into what I was going to do anyway, so... I will say, if I was going to change one thing about the build, I would have gotten... I wouldn't have gotten Lotus Crown, and I would have gotten Gemma Iso. It would have given me a little more health, a little more power, and the slow effect on top of the um, the slow from the two already. So it would have been interesting, but the build worked. I didn't die. I, did, I played solo lane. I was annoying. So it's viable. Well, all in all, it sounds like a very Harry Potter experience. <laughs> It was magically delicious. That's all I could think of. Every time you said disapparate, I'm like, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, well, let's not forget that we had someone playing a uh, jungle Bologna, which also helped us out, too. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's pretty spicy. Who was a, we had a jungle Bologna and Sobek. something different. Well, it was a Sobek sol, er, support. He mm-hmm. wanted to go Sobek solo, but I insta-locked soul solo, and he got like... Super. Ma- he was pinging me to start the game, and then we ended up winning. He's like, "All right, I guess, I guess it's fine." I wanted to message him and be like, "Sorry, I'm on a podcast. I had to do this stupid troll build." It's all right, buddy. I'm good. <laughs> if you see us in one of your matches online, and we got a wonky ass build, we're either a drunk or b doing the hat. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> and c doesn't matter. We're gonna have fun. Well, there's always that, yeah. too. Freak will buy Blink yeah. on every guide. Yeah. It's optimal, all right? It is. Belly arm is Upg- Upgraded Blink gives you mitigations. It's optimal. I upgraded Blink on Hades on, like, my first death and assault last oh, night because yeah. I wanted that damage mitigation. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck yeah. Viable. So what is our new hat? Oh, our new hat. Oh, Willow. Get that shit out of the chat. I got this stuff loaded and ready to go. Oh, you already loaded So we're it. doing an oldie but a goodie this week. We're hitting the random god wheel, and then we're going over to the Smite Troll website. Oh. So would this oh, this be... one does everything for you. The one that I posted in chat does the the god and the troll build. Yeah, I like, I like Smite Troll better. All right. Well. Now, well. okay. So you can't re-roll what god you get, but... You can have three rerolls on your build, and I say we allow these rerolls. And I also say that I pull a name out of this hat before we figure out the god in the build. Mm. I agree. And That's then they don't spicy. get to uh, have a say on the rerolls. No, they can. So we'll oh, we read the build and right. let's let's say, well, yeah, let's say you're doing it, Fro. All right. You have three rerolls on the build or your two relics. Okay, so it's up to me. All right. Right. It's up to whoever gets pulled. I actually hope it's me. Everybody ready? Can I just volunteer? No. Freak got to volunteer (laughs) for Ragnarok. Why does everybody want to do it? All right. What if all all five of us. We ain't got enough time for that. (laughs) All right. I'm pulling a name out. All right. Well, I pulled Willow out again. I feel like that's a little unfair. Did you shake the ball, Jesus? <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Know, it's man. fine. I'll do it on stream tomorrow. Ugh. I'm sorry. It's I cool. promise. I pull these things out at random. It's I not head of happy fun time. 
to be yeah, fair, to me, this sounds right. like a ha- of happy a fun point. time, and I volunteered for it. But I also don't mind Willow suffering, so. <laughs> I'm not going to suffer. I'm going to do it on stream. It'll be a meme. We'll have fun. Sounds like it's a win-win for Fro. Boy, it'd be a shame if you randomly got Loki, huh? Oh, if I get Loki, well, I, I quit. I will not play Loki. <laughs> I have right, well, Loki at exactly 50 <laughs> And let's go. Rolling. Rolling. And we have Pele. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ooh, all right. Let's go find Pele. Pele. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, Nev's like, oh, I'll build it. I'll build it. All right. Items. <laughs> let's go. You ready for the build? Yep. Yep. Oh, loading. Come on, smite. Troll, you're killing me Someone here. write this down so we don't forget it either. I'm writing it down. That's hat. Oh, there we go. All, All right, right, you have Talaria Boots, Heartseeker, <laughs> Crusher, Mail of Renewal, <laughs> Bulwark of Hope, Stone of Gaia, Beads, and Hog. Well, I think that Hog so might I say be we let you roll. Yeah, but should we shouldn't have to? He shouldn't have to use a reroll on it. No, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. I didn't get the build. Hold on. Talaria, Heartseeker, okay. Crusher, Mail of Crusher, Renewal, Bulwark, Stone of Gaia, Let's Beads, not and Hog. Bad on her. Which one's Mail of Renewal? When you the kill someone, you, you, get... you get health and mana. Oh, okay. Or structure the, the health, and you do health and cooldown. You yeah. get bonus HP five for getting. It's, it's health power. Health power. No, there's no yeah. power. It's just health. It's health and HP five. It's not terrible. No, it's it's regen. Yeah. And then let's say for the hog, just take your relic of choice. We won't 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 restrict you on that one. No. What do yeah. you guys? What what is the the replacement for hog? Somebody pick. Or you guys decide. Um, you know what? Since it, because you got a good build. Sunder. Fuck this. Take Sunder. Yeah. You deserve it. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> If you've uh, got Stone of Gaia and Mail of Renewal, you need something I, to... You don't need it, because if you really think about it, most junglers are building like three well, here, here. damage. I have an idea. I have an idea. Out of that build, Willow, is there anything you would like to reroll besides the hog? Uh, the no, it's not maybe. even that bad. It's really not that bad. He's like, oh, well, I, I know, might but you re-roll have re-rolls, the bulwark of hope just in case them. I get a spirit okay. robe instead. If I if I re-roll, do I have to re-roll the whole thing? No, you have three re-rolls, but the reason I'm asking is, if we leave one re-roll, I can re-roll the hog and let the website decide for you. <laughs> on the relic. I say just make okay. him use this build, just as is. There you go. Make that asunder and just roll with it. No re-rolls. You got lucky. Well, I re-rolled the hog, and it's a teleport. So you take your take your pick. How's that sound? Teleport or Sunder? What do you guys think? I mean, come I on. He's, you're going to re-roll you. a bulwark and get a blood forge. <laughs> like, this is... Here, I'll, I'll re-roll the bulwark for fun. It's an Ankele. So. Fuck you. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. Ankele. <laughs> do you want me to take Fuck teleport it. or Sunder still? Sunder. Sunder. And bulwark. Sunder it is. Bullshit. Am I muted? I'm about to storm. I feel like I, no, no you're not. You're not. Depp, we hear you. Okay. You're, we okay. just don't We just don't really care what you have to say. Whoa. I feel you there. I get it. No, <laughs> I, I, I get it. So do I have to build the bulwark or can I build on Kile? Fucking build your on Kile. 
If you re-rolled it, then yeah. All right. All right. So Talaria Boots, Heartseeker, Crusher, Mela Renewal. <laughs> Mela Renewal, Ankile, and Stone of Gaia with Beads and Sunder. Beads and Sunder. <laughs> that's like... That's not even I that. I would use that in Assault. Yeah, like, if I was worst. in Assault, I would take that build. Mail Renewal's good in Assault. Yeah, but... Okay, oh, do yeah. I... I just need to pick a whole new build here? Jeez. No, we're, so we're good. Fro is, Fro is all butthurt. He got out I got easy. Build. I mean, it is I'm, random. I am still bad at uh, Pele, so there's that. Mm. There is that. Why do I always get the shit once and everyone else gets to have fun? I got Soul Solo, and I just happen to do well. Get good, Scrub. Feels bad. All right, so is it now that I've gone twice in a row, I don't get to go next week? My name is removed from the bowl? That's a lot of names to remove. How about we'll just pick pick again? No, but I think at this point... Uh, so I guess at this point we could kind of announce that Ned's Uh-oh. name's going in the bowl full-time, or partially time? No, her name's oh, going in full-time, and even if she's true. not on the episode, she's she got to do the hat. I mean, that's oh. fair. That's yeah. fair. You I'm guys right know me. That. I'll try anything right once. <laughs> wow, Nev, we learned a lot about you right there. Hot sauce uh-huh. and cream cheese on <laughs> on a bagel. <laughs> That's just good. Okay, yeah, I'll do that too. So, real quick, Mr. Host, do you want to explain why her name's going in the bowl? <laughs> Depp has no idea who he's talking. We don't listen to him anyway, so. I mean... I technically wasn't a part of the conversation. Nev is officially a I'm host cool now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but she's host. Yay, Nev is host. Yay. Yay. We Use gave her a gold name in Discord. Emote. Our part-time substitute fill-in slash fifth. We got you a cake. It's a shame you can't see it. Aww. Or eat and it. Taste it. <laughs> or touch the it. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. It's the, the principle behind the cake, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> But in that game, the principle behind the cake is the fact that it was a lie from the start to deceive you into thinking you were going to succeed. That's okay. I, I got the yeah. celebration <laughs> emote in the Discord, so I'm happy. That's that's enough for me. Thank you. Oh, that, that one is a really good I emote. Was, I was going to say, don't ever come onto the battleground thinking of success. You'll be let down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we done with the hat? Moving on? We're We're moving on to our community corner where... We asked you guys to tell us who are you going to star in a buddy cop slash rom-com with. What god are you choosing? Well, Freak, you haven't done much talking since you decided to step away for a while. It's true. Does everybody want me to hit this corner hard? Hit it hard, baby. Oh, yeah. Hit it. I mean, to be fair, you're the one who usually works the corner. I grind that corner. Brown chicken, brown cow. And at the end of every night... I go see Fro. All right, so we have Drew. <laughs> uh, his buddy cop would be Loki because he would feel like it would be 21 Jump Street. Take a moment of silence for the Solid. Loki mention. His rom-com <laughs> would be Aphrodite because it's kind of got a Scott Pilgrim thing going on. I never have seen that movie, but I know a lot of people like it, so I don't get the reference. I'm trying to think of that. Where you got to like fight through 19 guys because she's had a thousand different lovers. I have no clue. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That makes sense now. Yep. Because I think that's what he has to do in that movie is like beat up Mm -hmm. a bunch of ex-boyfriends. It's been a minute. Well, we're about to start a war. Katie Cat comes in. (laughs) 
Buddy Cop movie. <laughs> Deep Inhale. Queensguard Erling. But hear her out. It would be like the movie. Yeah, shots fired. Shots fired. Straight up. Here we it go. It would be like the movie. Shots bond fired. Cop, bad cop, which I have to admit I haven't seen. And he would be the professional bond cop. And she would be the brazen shitlord bad cop. <laughs> he follows up with period. period, uh, our, period, boy, period. Our, yeah, our boy, he comes in with about 200 periods. Yeah, I'd probably watch that movie. Just saying. All right, Big Rick 20 coming in. And he says he would spend a year eating cod and working out for the part. Swagney and him star in a Dancing and Highsmith standalone film. Title question mark? Aim for the bushes. <laughs> now that's that's a reference I understand. Oh <laughs> hell yeah. I I think I've already brought up the aim for the bushes on the podcast before, haven't I? I do believe you have, good sir. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, some days in that kitchen, who the fuck knows what to do, but we're going to figure it out. Never worked in a kitchen. Dude, it's pretty much the working in the kitchen is aiming for the bushes for the entire fucking day. Oh, yeah, for a smoke break, I get it. Or for anything, usually. So, our boy uh, Ghoster coming in. Buddy Cop would be Sun Wukong because he would be mischievous, but would still get the job done. And rom-com would be a love triangle plot with Hell as the girl <laughs> times two and Nerd Rage Kabracken trying to win over Hell's darker side. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's not bad at all. Creepy love triangle. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. So you got Hell's light side that loves Kabracken Nerd Rage for the genuine nice guy that he is, right? Even though he's a little on the angry side, she sees the good in him. But he doesn't care for her because yep. he likes the bad girl. So he wants the dark side, but the dark side doesn't want anything to do with this nerdy looking motherfucker because she can get all the bad boys. Boom. It's your classic nice guy rom-com right there. I, okay. Now, Mr. Nap, in my opinion, he kind of takes the cake this week because he basically did a whole trailer for us and it's pretty dope. So if everyone doesn't mind, I'm going to put on my movie trailer voice. He has always been the species of man's best friend. Oh my yeah, god. Okay, who, who can do a movie voice try? better? Can try. Yeah, dude, please, somebody. He has always been the species of man's best friend. But what happens when he becomes your partner in the police force? Starring the newest comedy adventure is Anubis and a human cop. One wants to pee at a fire hydrant, and the other wants to write a ticket for public <laughs> peeing. Can this zany duo take down the kingpin of crime, the mobster Ymir? Find out in Cop's Best Friend, coming to theater summer 2019. That was beautiful. <laughs> Bravo. That was way better than Freaks. <laughs> <laughs> the voice, the presentation, the script. Top tier. Great. Top tier. <sighs> That's all I got. <laughs> You exhausted? <laughs> I'm exhausted. Gonna need to take a breather. I'll All be right. in my trailer if you really. Need me. After that, you would never make it in a metal band. Oh no, boy. I wouldn't. Hey, at least he's honest. To be fair, that stuff doesn't strain your voice as much as people think it does. Well, if you do it wrong, it does. What? I said, if you do it wrong, it does. No, not it doesn't really. I mean, not any more than singing. It's the same thing. I mean, you stretch your vocal cords and all that before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I was in band for a little bit and did the the screaming vocals and growling vocals. Famous, you got one more to read. Oh, am I doing this one? I was waiting for the movie phone guy to come back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our boy Big Rick. He's got a rom-com idea. This this one's a little long, but it's pretty good. While hunting in the wilderness, I slip through the ice, but I'm saved by Calder, who immediately takes a liking to me after I give him some moose jerky. I follow him until confronted by the goddess of winter, who is love at first sight. She puts a spear to my chest, but seeing Calder's affection for me has her intrigued. I gain her trust over several months of hunting slash killing together, and eventually win her over in the spiciest igloo love scene to ever hit Hollywood. We wed in Owens Hall and train together for the greatest Arctic challenge. I'm dead. <laughs> the film hits its peak moment when Scotty and I win the mixed doubles Iditarod. That's a dog sled race. Mm-hmm. With a one dog sled. This January, Big Rick goes, don't know if I should say that, in Snow Dogs 2. He goes blackface because <laughs> Big Rick's All a right. white guy. And in the movie Snow Dogs... I guess it is his words, not mine. (laughs) Anyways, I've got two questions. One, moose jerky, is that the constable by chance? I think it might be. (laughs) I hope not. Jeez, oh man. Oh, and number two, how many Hollywood igloo love scenes are there that he's competing (laughs) with? (laughs) I I am guessing it's under three. I don't know exactly, but my guess is under three. So his odds are pretty good then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Does Scotty like his feet? It's relevant. How? That's how she decided if she's going to stay and marry. How is that relevant? What? None of us are following. the lore? Elaborate. None of you motherfuckers read the lore? No. Not really. Okay, so Scotty, right? Got a sweater. Odin kills her dad. She's all pissed off. She's going to come back, kill all the fucking ass guardians because she's all mad. And then, uh, Odin or Loki uh, gets her to either smile or laugh. I forget which one it is, because then it was part of their deal that if Loki could do that, she would actually stay and not kill. Uh, so she decides to stay because Loki or whatever is part of the deal. Odin says, and then she has to marry someone. She's like, "Okay, I'll marry someone." And he's like, "All right, but you can only guess or, or only pick your husband by looking at his feet." And then Scotty ends up picking the goddess of summer, or the god of summer, sorry. Although the other would be kind of spicy. But the god of summer. And that's part of the thing is that they couldn't be together because one's winter and one's summer. Blah, 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 blah. Odin's an asshole. Very interesting. The more you know. Insert the more you know right here. The more you know. Yes. Well, Nev. Yeah. What movie are you starring in, and who are you starring in it with? All right, so I'm going to do my movie phone voice now. It's going to be great, I promise. In a world where good cops are good and bad cops are bad, Nevaeh and Ganesh fight the mean streets of crime, but then a murder happens it was Ganesh, but he bestowed the guilt to Nev. Find out what happens. In oh, good no. cops are good and bad cops are bad. 
<laughs> top tier title. Top tier. But, uh, you need to like that trademark plot twist that before Hollywood bestow. takes it. Oh. <laughs> good cops are good and bad cops are bad. Bad cops are bad. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay, I'm done. I can't. That hurts. All right, all right. All right. I can't even right now. I can't even laugh. Like I. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> like, I don't even want to do mine anymore. Yeah, this that was is over. Good. Community challenge over. What's next week? <laughs> mine is not that good. All right. Mine is lame, but sensible. Right? It makes a lot of sense. Because I would star in a buddy cop movie with the Morgan. Right? Because the Morgan would be my undercover partner. That's always in the different situations as that guy who betrays someone every time. And I'd be coming up, busting up in there, right? And then all of a sudden, bam. What do you know? This this mobster's lieutenant is actually Nuwa because we captured that motherfucker earlier. Not Nuwa, the Morgan, because we captured that guy earlier. And then she hits him with, I don't know, Lemire Freeze? I don't know. <laughs> That'll I didn't sell. plan that far ahead. <laughs> all I knew is the Morgan would make a great undercover cop. I like it. Yeah. Look, I said it was lame but sensible. But what would you call I it? G- I give y'all a warning. What would you call it? Uh, God, it's got to have a name. <laughs> Where good cops are good and bad cops are bad. Part oh, two. Part two? <laughs> part two. Part two. Hell yeah. <laughs> part two, I thought you were my friend. <laughs> oh. Well, I'll just go next because mine's kind of like froze. It's just very practical. I'll admit, it's not very creative. But I don't think any's going to be after Nebs. <laughs> yeah, like that's just, it's like Willow said, we should have just shut it down and moved on after that. <laughs> Episode but, really died after that part. Yeah, yeah let's it's, go. it's really just downhill let's from do here. It. <laughs> well, mine would be Sun Wukong. Okay. And like I said, practicality. He can slap you with your with his dong first off, and that'll Whoa, shut down any deranged Wait, maniac. is this the rom-com? No, oh, this is the buddy cop. <laughs> oh, it could substitute, okay. though. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and this is why we bring you onto the show. <laughs> There's multiple reasons, Nev, not just... Oh, I'm just saying. Uh, but anyway, he can slap you with the donger. <laughs> He can, he can slow you the with dong the two. Slap. The dong slap. Don't laugh. We're adults here, it. people. Yeah, the dong slap. There's nothing to face. laugh about when talking about dong slaps. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're accidental. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, sometimes you just got to slap the dong, <laughs> man. I can't even do it. Anymore. Let's just go. All right, all right, all right. Oh all right, we're falling apart, people. Continue. So you hit it's with not your magic my fault. It's not my fault. You hit with your magic paying attention. <laughs> I'm just saying. The two, first slow. He can knock him up. He can follow him out the door as the eagle. He can chase him down. But the number one reason to have Wukong is your cop partner. Somebody pulls out, you know, a submachine gun or something, starts firing on you. He can just take all those bullets and then and then just revive himself with all that health. And or he the title just... would be the, the gang's back in town. I think it makes a Monkey better gang. rom-com. I'm sorry. I think it does make a better rom-com. See? <laughs> That's why we bring you onto the like, podcast. Like Willa said, we should have just shut it down. Nev's on fire right now. All right. I guess I got to go, don't I? You do. Um, nah. 
Is this number two? Can we refer to it as the helicopter? And you know why. Let's continue. <laughs> All right, we're moving on from that. Yeah. Uh, I took the idea of a buddy cop movie and combined it with a rom-com movie. <laughs> Apparently so did I. <laughs> Apparently you did in a whole other way. <laughs> so uh, my, my co-star is the wonderful and talented Athena as a top-tier good cop and me as a terribly bad cop not because i'm bad just because i'm bad at being a cop uh we work together we have some fun we laugh we giggle we i fall in love with athena and after all the stupid things i do to win her heart she finally falls for me in that stupid rom-com way and we live happily ever after as cop partners in love title of the movie man here i thought mine was generic you basic white girl. That's a rom com. That's what fucking rom coms are. <laughs> you excited? The title. It's time Wait, hold on, up? hold on. The title. Pumpkin spice. Good cops are good everywhere. Bad cops are bad. Part three. Yes. With love and guns. <laughs> we got the trilogy, boys. The trilogy exists. Perfect. Hey, can mine be a prequel? It'll come out like ten years after the first three. Yeah, that'll, that'll be fine. <laughs> We'll pull a Star Wars. Oh, Jesus. Wait, it could just be part four. The boys are back in town. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> All right, Deb. All right, what's well, your stupid uh, one? Yeah, for, Deb, what, what, what's part five? For the fifth movie, we've got good cops are good and bad cops are badasses with oh. Bologna, Ooh. part of the SWAT and riot team in the police force. Um. How is that not a skin now that you then, think now that you say it? Yeah, I'm probably like a detective or something. I I didn't get past Bologna being a badass like SWAT with the shields and breaking down doors and shit. It's got like a riot shield with a beat stick. I kind of want to cop Bologna. Good cops skin are now. good. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Bad like, cops how is are this bad. Not, how's this? Bust out the shields. Bust oh, out God. the shield. All right, we got to end this episode. Very well. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> My no, brain we don't hurts. because we've got this week's community corner to do, where I want to know if Smite was a mall, what gods are what stores? This is one of those. That's a spicy one. <laughs> this is one of those community right, challenges you where you got to work together. All right, all right I'm going to give a unique example here, right, real quick. Mm-hmm. Like Mercury, for instance. Obviously, he's working at the Foot Locker. The dude needs so many shoes. Like he's got to do something, because who? How the hell is he gonna afford all that? You'll never catch Mercury without a fresh pair of Jays. That's right. Or Yeezys. Fresh. I mainly because by the time he stops, they're worn out, and he needs a new pair. No joke. I saw my first pair of Yeezys today, and those are the ugliest ass shoes I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) They really are. Holy shit, they're terrible. But another example, like Discordia works at Spencer's. Stop it. You're ruining all the good ones. All right, all right, all right. We won't give any more away. Or Apple. Or Apple. Oh, yes. No, just stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Save some for the rest of us. Let us know. I want to know who's in the bread aisle. Oh, gosh. Inside joke. Please, someone just explain to us why a god's in the bread aisle. Just to make Depp happy. Please. Oh. 
Good we, night, everybody. Apparently, we're not doing outros. <laughs> we for love, guests, so. uh, we love you all. Are we? We actually, don't have a Twitter. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter. It's cool. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we're done now. <laughs> we'll do it next week. We'll, we'll do outros. Follow us week. at PewDiePie on Twitter. You can follow us at Summit One G on Twitch. Oh, find me at PlayStation at Midnight in Tokyo. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rain Day! Happy birthday, Rain Day! Happy birthday, Happy birthday Rain Day! Happy birthday, Rain Day.